Marcus's uh, tiny room. Yeah. Listen, um, my week, last week, awful rejection. I hated Lord. that. I yeah. felt so bad, but you did go on a honeymoon, so that's good. Yeah, I mean, I got out of the country, so I could, and it, and, and that was cool. Um, I don't really travel internationally very much, you know? Well, it's, traveling is not fun. No, it's not. I like being in different places. I don't like traveling places, you know what I mean? I think the whole vacation thing is a myth. Oh, you can I pitch you this idea I had? Please. Okay, so this is true. This is a real thing. I think that no one, maybe some people will go for it, but it might be unsafe and very expensive. Doesn't matter. My business plan. Let's hear it. You chloroform people. Okay. And then you just ship them to wherever they're going to go. Oh, that's not a bad idea. So you're just knocked out the whole time. I love it. Really? Yes. It's not bad. I am in. So it's like maybe you got to be like, you know how you go have surgery? You're not awake. Yeah. And then suddenly you're like, oh, what? Where am I? But this is what, what they, if you were they do this in Avatar. Do they? They're like sleeping in like a water coffin. Well, that's like a cryogenic thing. Yeah, sure. But it's like they just wake up and they're it's like they're 750, 100 years later or whatever. Right, they're in the planet. They're a different Pandora planet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But this is a chloroform-based airline. Wow. So it's like there is no first class. Everyone's everyone's knocked out. We might even be stacking you on top of each other. Someone's going to do something inappropriate with all these... Unconscious bodies. Yeah, probably. But I there's going to be some shady things going on. That's for the lawyers to figure <laughs> out, Marcus. Okay, I'm just an ideas man. I, I like that. Well, that's my idea for tra for how to make travel better. Is just to have everyone be passed out. <laughs> the whole time. Can I be honest with you? Mm. It's pretty much what I do anyway when I travel. I, yeah, but you I, still have to get to the airport. I'm talking. You're in your house. Yeah. A man out of nowhere. Oh, jeez. Comes out of nowhere and and suddenly. Oh, Chlor grabs your oh. chloroform around your mouth. <laughs> this is my and fantasy. Then, and then next, <laughs> next thing you wake up, you're like, "Wow, I cannot believe that here I am wow. in Scotland." That's it. okay. Well, if you, if, if the guy, like, if you knew the guy was coming in, that's cool. But if this just guy kidnaps you and takes yeah, you, yeah, you're getting Shanghai. How do you, you go through customs when you're not uh, conscious? Well, well, I mean, this is we got to rethink all of this. You know, maybe you do customs before. I don't. I don't subscribe to, <laughs> to the what? parameters of customs. Okay. Oh yeah, no, I hear you. I but hear you. But also, you can't be sneaking in like illegal species and like weird fruit. That's true. If you're completely passed out, you can't take bugs. No, nothing. So, nope. Fish, birds. Nothing. They don't like that. Well, I. So wait, this is my point. Yes. Last week, super tough. This week, I was like really in need of somebody being kind to me. Yes. And uh, I had a couple of wins, and it was very cool. I got uh, I got invited to a movie premiere. I got what? This. So I've been. I You're made a, a celebrity. I, I made a short film, right? Yes. Um, I made a short film. We got into the Omaha Film Festival. That's where the world premiere is going to be. I got a couple other rejections for the film. You're having but I got a world premiere. When is it? It's in uh, March. Uh, it's March 10th in Omaha, Nebraska. Woo! Um, it's a Friday. Mm -hmm. And so um, the movie is doing well. It's really nice. And to get positive feedback from a lot of people even the rejections have been like uh, you know because all the programming is subjective yeah and that's the same thing with like stand-up the same thing with other entertainment yeah. and stuff like every, everything's subjective about whether you fit this lineup whether you fit the programming whatever it is right so a lot of encouraging things with the movie and that's ultimately what i want to do is write and direct movies and, yeah. and be in movies do all that everything yeah. everything movies so i cold emailed these guys 
my film because I saw something that they made and I was just like, I think it's really great. And here's what I've made. And, you know, I'd love to talk about making things and uh, was really receptive um, and happened to be having a premiere in New York that week. I got to be invited to that. Go see the movie. The movie was awesome. It's called uh, Pinball, the man uh, who saved the game. And it's a feature film. It's got the guy from West Side Story in it and uh, um, one of the guys from Better Call Saul. And uh, wow. it's fantastic. Really, really good. It's coming out in uh, like late March. And you saw it already. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. And it was really phenomenal. And these guys that directed it um, are, are really good. And they were very nice to me. And, and uh, so that was very cool. So I made like a little friend. And I uh, got to be invited to this thing. And we got a babysitter for the first time because my wife had to work. Yeah. And uh, that went well. Love and it. so it was like, OK, this is like a fun thing that is like unrelated to the torment that I've been putting myself through yeah. uh, over not getting this, not getting that and being like stressed out. But I was like, oh, this is like a cool thing that I got to do. So I feel I feel good about that. You have. And this is a compliment. Mm. You have director hair. You know what I mean? No. Like, you have the hair of, like, a cool director. You know, you see a director looking through, like, a little telescope thing, whatever they do to, like, get the frame right. You have, like, a very fluffy, lively, full head of curly locks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have just, curly locks. It's just very, it's very much like someone who knows what they're talking about when they're looking at angles and perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, you have a good... Because the hair is full of angles and perspective. It, it, it doesn't hurt. Right. Great, it doesn't man. hurt. Lean into it. Thank Lean you. into it. Thank you know, you. whenever you're looking at a shot, I'd give your you know, a little So shake. people don't know this. I'm a Middle Eastern, right? I'm Lebanese. My mom was born in Lebanon. So yeah. I uh, I have this like cur- curly crazy hair. And for the longest time I always thought that um uh like I had bad hair because all my friends had like long straight hair like you. Yeah. And uh, I was like trying to do that or I was trying to like just do like real. St- it was like a, a you remember there was like a whatever George Clooney and Brad Pitt had in the 2000s. Oh, yeah. So I was like trying to do that. I didn't know yeah. what to do with it until I just like kind of let it, it go. Great. I just let go and do whatever it does. And now I'm like, oh, you, you know, have the best hair. I have this this gift now. It's great. Yeah. It, it's I've been looking at your hair all day. It looks fantastic. <laughs> Better than mine. Mine. I'm getting a haircut after this are you excited about this no okay i love the guy I go to but no i think you should be going to a woman with hair like yours well i go to a salon it's he's a gay guy he's oh, okay. like this is acceptable he, yeah yeah he's good he's good no straight man <laughs> should touch your beautiful locks uh but you know who else you know who's hairy i got a straight guy's haircut he from cut straight guys can i tell you who's hairy cuts is what celebrity yeah um it's not good it's a woman yeah and a guy it's a couple oh are they the like are they hgtv people no food network no bill and hillary clinton you're so close really really so if it's not good that means that you don't subscribe to their politics right they're is it like a giuliani no (sighs) close i know it's a republican politician yeah yeah i mean I'm, i'm at a loss who is it uh, it is, he cuts, uh, Donald Trump Jr.'s hair. Yeah. What? And, and his Kimberly Gulf, what's her name? Gulfile? Something like that. Yeah. Gil- Gilfoyle. Gilfoyle. That's it. You, he, got, he, he does both of them. Yeah. I would never go to the same hairdresser as my wife. Well, he goes to. Or, or barber. 
I wouldn't want my wife to go to the barber I go to. I my think if we both had this, it wouldn't work out. No, yeah. Well, she did have short hair when I met her and looked super hot. But she, oh. my, my wife used to be a hair model. Whoa, mm-hmm. that's crazy. She's got great hair, too. Yeah, well, maybe that's why you guys are meant for each other. <laughs> maybe. I love it. <laughs> you ever see that movie from the 80s? Dude, would you go to the same barber as... Oh, yeah, Gina and I all... This is how I found this guy is because Gina went to the salon. She's like, come to the salon I go to. So I went there. I liked it. Is it expensive? Yeah. What do you pay? What's Donald Trump Jr. paying for a haircut? I don't know what he pays because Tom... Or the guy I see... Well, his name's Tom. He goes to their house. So, like, I'm never, like, Uh, thinking I'm going to run into them there. That's, like, extra, right? It's extra. Um, I pay, like, over $100. Tell me. Well, like it's like 150 every Damn. time I see the guy. That's crazy. But he does a lot, you know. Like there's a lot of 25 work. 25 bucks. That's pretty good. Yeah. There's a lot, but like the thing with me and this guy is, I can see him like once every four months because I tell him to cut it a little short. Then I let my hair grow really long, and I go back and cut it. So. What are you gonna do today? It's just got to get it evened out a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's, you're not even gonna notice. Okay. It's not even gonna look like I got a haircut. You know what I'm gonna do though? I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in my mind. Yeah. Okay. And okay. so the next time I see you, I'm gonna be like, oh, did you get a haircut? Oh, I love and it. And you're gonna forget that we had this conversation, and then you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, it's gonna Ryan make me feel so a, good. He's such a nice guy. I love when people see that I got a haircut and they say something. Dude, I love a compliment. I love a good compliment. I it love goes weird along. compliments though, because last night, uh, Shafi. Yeah. Very great, funny guy. Great guy. He sees my shirt and he goes, I like that shirt. It's not too brown. He was going on and on about your shirt. He yeah, goes, that's it, a great fit of a shirt, man. Where'd you get that shirt? How much is that shirt corduroy? Are you are you going to be too hot in that shirt? Yeah. These were all the questions Shafi mm-hmm. had about your shirt. And then, but but my favorite thing he said was, yeah, it's just like not too brown. It was like a, yeah. it's like a dark, it's like a brown corduroy shirt. Yeah, it was like a mustard brown, right? <laughs> I, just, I don't even know, but he, I just love the idea of something being like not that's not too brown. Yeah, like that's yeah. great. It's just a yeah. That is weird that he would say that. It's a funny. Qu- it's a funny like. Um, you know, be like, oh, that shirt's like the right blue or whatever. Yeah. So what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> it's just the color of I it. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Shafi is a great guy. I love it. But weird taste in colored of sh- colors no, of shirts. No, I think he has uh, impeccable taste. Don't yeah, take my compliment good, away. It's a good colored shirt. I would agree, but I wouldn't. He was, I mean, it was a little much. Look, I'm sorry that I just happened to look like the ideal man. No, I'm not saying you can't get compliments from Shafi about your shirt. I've yeah, been swinging my son around. My shoulders are getting broad. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling fit. All I American. have a shirt that's not too brown. You're the all-American guy. Yeah, and I don't need your, your, your yuck in my yum. I'm jealous. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Shafi has never commented on anything I've worn. Well, you're Never. still wearing shoes that are for 17 years old. I got these shoes when I was in college. 2007. How many years is that? That's well, 16 years ago. Yeah. These, these, yep. Yeah. That shouldn't be allowed. Every podcast, I got to look at these. I'll change. I have different shoes. I, I used to collect the Yeezys, Kanye shoes. That's a bad idea. Well, now it is. Or, or, or. You could flip them for more money now to like a Nazi. Oh, I don't know if I want to be in business with the Nazis. Not yeah, but if you're fan. taking their money for like these like synthetic shoes, like whatever. Synthetic shoes? What do you mean? They're real shoes. Synthetic is not. I'm not saying they're fake. I'm mm-hmm. saying that they're it's a made of a synthetic material. It's not is like it made of leather. 
It's not. They're not. Le- Yeezys aren't no, leather. They're like true. this weird composite sponge thing, aren't they? Yeah, I guess so. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant it, they were fake. No. Oh, but if they were, that's faux, probably faux shoes. You probably should have bought the fake ones. I have a pair of fake ones. I bought them to do a video where I set them on fire. Did that work out? Yeah, it was good. I I juggled it. You juggled the fire, the flaming shoe, the f- easy on fire. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen this. It's a video called "Let's Set It on Fire and Juggle It." Do you, is this a series that you do? I, it was gonna be, but it was too hard to find a place that would let me film where I set stuff on fire and just juggle it without any safety precautions. You should just do like the parking lot of a grocery store. Oh, that's a good idea. I mean, you're on the Delta no fly list. I feel like you're gonna, you can burn a bridge with a uh, uh, Western beef. My manager's very upset. He thinks I'm a troublemaker, and he does, he's like, don't get in any more trouble. No, the trouble was huge for you. It was big, but I think that... this is The whole internet is about trouble. What we should do on this podcast is get in some kind of uh, altercation. Oh, I hate that. I don't like... Con- Not with each other. Oh, okay. Not with each other. We have to be a united front. Yeah. And and then uh, we'll attack like uh, I don't like spam or something. Yeah, I would be down for that. I like I I do have I've never had spam. I've However, had I know a lot of people do like it. Yeah, I'm a vegetarian now, but um, when I wasn't, I tried spam one time, and it was fine, right? It was just not it's salty. I mean, yeah, it's. Fine. I lived with a 75 year old lady, and she loved it. I mean, that is just, first of all, I don't know how you don't open every set like that. Living with a 75-year-old lady? Yeah, that's so She became good. my best friend. We, it was a beautiful story. She's still alive? No. She died shortly after I uh, moved out. It turned out that she had lung cancer the whole time. It was very sad. Did she smoke in there? Mm, she smoked. Yeah, I would buy her cigarettes because that was part of our arrangements. Like, I needed to take care of the cat and take care of her. She... Um, I lived with her when I was interning at the Daily Show. Yeah. And uh, we became best buds. But it's like, I'm not going to tell this old lady to stop smoking. Right. Know? Right. But, um, you know, we, we'd be really hit it off. Would it she great. smoke in the apartment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. When I got back to Missouri and I unpacked my bag, I, I everything reeked of cigarettes. And I realized that for like six months working at this TV show that I was just smelling like cigarettes the whole time. Wow. People probably thought you smoked. I don't know what they thought of me. Wait, have you ever smoked a cigarette? I've I've smoked a cigarette. It didn't oh. wasn't it wasn't good. I've never smoked a cigarette. Never? No. I've done it on camera. I've done Whoa. it for like parts. Like like for like acting things. I've like smoked method. Like, yeah. I've like tried to I did a video where I dressed up as a glacier and um where I was like a glacier that it because of global warming you moved to New York City and I was, uh. I, I was like smoking and talking shit. That's um, funny. It was funny. So um Ay- yeah i mean I've, you've you've never even tried to smoke a cigarette no i mean you're not no. curious no no i don't it's not good no i have zero interest in tr- in smoking a cigarette i have zero interest in drinking coffee never done that i've never watched an episode of the jersey shore i've never played angry birds okay um is this like <laughs> a are you doing this to you know, um, never been with a black girl. <laughs> I've heard it's awesome. My brother's marrying a black girl. I'm happy for him. Great. This is all great. But why? Why? Let's go back a minute. Yeah. Why are you not doing these things? Oh, um, why aren't you trying coffee? I know I'm not trying coffee. Why? Because is it I just because is it become like part of your identity it. where you're like, I wake I up and I go. 
I wake up and I'm ready to go. As tired as you look all the time, do you I need to try it. No, okay, first of all, can I tell you something? And you also need to be with a black woman. <sighs> well, I... Yeah, I know that you're married, but we can figure this out. All right. Have you been with a black woman? Look, I don't want to... My wife's going to listen to all this. Okay. Um, uh, I've been with lots of different women, and they're yeah. all beautiful, and uh, I got the the best one. Yeah. And she's the mother of my child, Marcus. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. And I have a great, the best one in my world. Yeah. And why, my wife is awesome. We're doing this to ourselves. Yep. Well, I don't know why. Um, this conversation. So, so, so here, I no coffee. Mm-hmm. I th- here's what I have such bad insomnia. It's terrible. Yeah. I've been to doctors since I was 18 to try to put me to sleep. Every time I lay down, I'm just, I can't take drugs or anything. Oh dude. Oh dude. So I have to, isn't do, that part of the issue? I have to do my own. I make my own little cocktail to help me sleep. I take Seroquel, which is prescribed from a doctor okay. to help me sleep. Have you heard of Seroquel? No. It's like, I think it's for like bipolar or something. It doesn't treat, but it also treats insomnia. Like it's for something that's like a kind of a psychotic thing, but then it also helps people sleep. So I take it for sleep and a lot of people also take it for sleep. Not for what it, its main purpose was. It's like how people take finasteride to help their hair grow, even though it's a like prostate drug. So I take Seroquel to help me sleep. And then I also take a gummy. I take an edible. It's legal here. But the other night, two nights ago, I took this gummy. It, they're like candy. Mm-hmm. They're literally candy. Mm-hmm. I took too much. I had to pee in the middle of the night. Okay. So... I'm like, no, you're insane. I'm, I'm, I, I must have taken like 80 milligrams. I don't know how much is what you're, you do. I, I can't do this. It's ten, like a full on panic attack. 10 is a good amount. I took 80, I think. That's bad. It's a lot. I wanted to be out because I like sleep so important for me. So, yeah, but scientifically, not to yuck your yum. No, it's okay. okay. Please. Scientifically, you're not getting restful sleep if you're taking uh, marijuana. Well, that's, tr- could be true. It might help you doze off, but your your brain's not doing what it's supposed to do oh. in the sleeping process. Well, I read an entire book on sleep, which was the bane of my wife's existence because it was all I talked about. And also, I'm a notoriously slow reader. I have a touch of dyslexia, and so I oh. have to read things over and over to actually like get a handle on it. And um, and I'm really, really slow. Really, really slow. So it took me like eight months to read oh, this geez. book. And it was all I was talking about. It's like I read a page and I was like, hey, you know, you got to. I'm just like, uh, I'm an, I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm an I'm ape to repeat facts. I'm a good slow reader, too. And I, I don't think we should be shamed for that. Well, listen, I just want you to get restful sleep. You've got to try to go raw dog it. Well, here's what I did. So I took too many edibles. I had to go pee. Yeah. So I got myself out of bed. Used the, I don't know how I did. I don't know how I got up because I was just like. In, in like a fog mm. i made my way to the bathroom which is like i had to go through a, another room in the hallway yeah. to get to the bathroom i pee now when i'm peeing i'm going a lot like it's coming out fast and, it's and you're high so you think that you're peeing more than anyone's ever peed in their life exactly you're like i am a hose and so i've I s- never been anything but a hose so i stopped peeing yeah. even though i could probably keep going you kink the hose dude then I collapsed. Why would you stop peeing? Dude, first I, of all, because I was like, this is too much. You can't say that to your body. I, I, well, I felt like at the time I was going to pee out my entire body. Oh, you're way up there. Oh, dude, I was on the moon. Okay. So I collapsed and I fell. 
Was it in this bathroom? No, downstairs. With Nick Lachey looking at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember much what happened next, although I, I know my wife was like, Marcus? Because it must have been like 3 in the morning, and she sure. just she knew I got up, and she just heard me fall. Yeah. Like, I'm 170 pounds, maybe 160. No, probably like 163 pounds. We should wrestle. Okay. Okay. Not now. Oh. And um, <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> you fucking moved on me. So I thought we were going to wrestle. No. All right. I would take it like. Tell me what happened. She says Marcus. So then I come to you and I'm like, oh. Uh, and I was I was like for like the five seconds. I was like, oh, my God. What am I doing? Where I'm out. I'm out of my body. I'm, I'm like on the ground. Like, you know, I'm not comfortable. I just collapse like a like an inflatable doll. Just oh. <laughs> And then like, I made my way. I just told her, I think I'm just too high right now. I was able to know what I was doing. Yeah, what was wrong. yeah, yeah. So I got to the bed. Good for you for I, the honesty. I plopped myself down. Well, she knows I have to take drugs to help me sleep. I plopped myself down, and I just laid in bed. And then, like, 10 minutes later, she's like, do you want to, like, get in back into bed? And I was like, oh, oh, okay, yeah. And so, like, I get into bed, get into the under the blankets. Had the best sleep ever. Woke up. Super sore knee. I must have. You fell. I fell. Yeah. I got but you got good sleep. Got a good. Well, I, apparently my brain wasn't working. Well, but this is just the science, man, because it's all about like you go to sleep and then like your brain's firing different parts of it to like kind of reset, you know? Yeah. You remember yeah. when you had like a Windows computer? Oh, yeah. And you had to like defrag the machine. Do I still have a Windows computer? You defrag the machine where it's like read it like. This is back when they had like hard drives with like needles on them. Okay, oh. you know what I'm talking about? Where like literally would write the material on sure. the hard drive. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you don't know what I'm talking I, about. Yeah, the DOS, MS DOS. No, but what we're talking about is okay. So it used to be now you have solid state hard drives where all the material just goes in there and that's how it works. SSDs. Yes. But previous to that, there was literally a like little thing that would like scratch on the material and like it was almost like a needle. Yeah, it would have to you know the di- you'd write things onto the disc. It would literally be writing. So you defrag it. It was what it would move all of this information into like a place where like the needle didn't have to move as fast and it would like organize shit like that. Right. Mm-hmm. This is what your brain's doing at night. It's organizing all this shit and oh, wow. it's getting rid of what you don't need and it's and it's remembering stuff and whatever else. And so it's doing all that with like electrical currents. Wow, yeah, that's incredible. That did that make sense? Yeah, it kind of did because you're really you have a really good way of explaining scientific data mm. in a way that I would understand, which I appreciate. Where were you seventh and eighth grade? Um, yeah, that's nice to say. Listen, I don't know where I was in seventh. I didn't have an equip. I didn't have a quip. Yeah, uh, I was like in Missouri. That's not funny. Don't that's say good. That. I was in Wisconsin. Yeah. That's probably the equal Central Time Zone. We're close enough. Yeah, baby. Uh, okay, listen, dude. Let's hear it. So I got to do this movie premiere. I want people to see the movie because those guys are really nice to me, and I think it's legitimately think it's really the great. Pin really great. Pinball, the man who saved the game. Pinball. Is it about uh, video games? No, nope, it's about exactly the title. It's about pinball and the man who saved pinball the game. So pinball used to be illegal. What? Pinball was considered a gambling. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what this is about. Oh, I'm excited! Pinball. It's, it's, it's the one that documentary. It's the one the ball goes around and you get pinball. Yeah, it's a pinball. You know what pinball is? You got these like little guys here. Yeah, paddles. Come on, man! You know what pinball is? Yeah, that used to be illegal. I can't believe that. Well, you got to see the movie. It's great. 
So Swing I got ball. to do that, and that was really cool. My movie got into a festival. That was really cool. Um, you know. Oh, here's the big news. Okay, let's hear it. Yesterday. <sighs> yesterday. In the morning. Yeah. We had a really big dog come to our apartment. <laughs> what? Because Cl- Clifford? No, it was a really big white dog. Oh. Really big. And he's really sweet and really nice, and we almost adopted him. Wait, what? We almost got a second dog. Wait, did a, g- a guy just come over with a dog? Hey, a anyone want a girl, dog? A woman, a woman came over what with her w- because we were going to like foster to adopt this dog because it like fit, seemingly fit with our lifestyle. It was like really easy and low maintenance, whatever else. He didn't super jive with my little dog. Yeah. And he was much bigger than we realized. Um, which wasn't his fault. The size thing we could have got over, but it was like the dogs didn't really jive. Like when we went to walk them together and whatever else, it just wasn't really a match. Maybe they didn't need more time to get acclimated. I know, but he was like really, really slow and my dog's really, really fast. And uh, so I was like walking the dogs and I was just like pulled in two, two different, different directions. Threads. And my dog, uh, Lily, the dog is not great on the leash. Oh. Um, and she's like always barking at other dogs and losing her mind. And so like this other dog was so, so chill and she's still darting me all around and whatever else so it's like in a world where we didn't have lily uh or maybe the little little baby um we could take care of this dog uh but he was really sweet but we almost stopped at a dog yesterday wow and the reason that that came was because my wife fell in love with this dog on instagram and just happened to message about it and then things just started snowballing you started getting in motion and it's like oh god and now this dog's coming over what are we doing it happens but you know it was so that's that's uh that's been my week dude I mean, almost adopting a dog, that that's like a family member. You almost brought I know, a he's really sweet family too. member And my son really house. liked him, and he was feeding him treats, and this Aww. dog was, like, really gentle taking treats out of the baby's hand, and it was just like uh, like uh, his big old mouth would just, like, eat the treat. Wow. It was sweet. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, do you remember how last week I was at the Chicago O'Hare Admirals Club. Boy, oh boy, My do I remember. My friend Ben calls. Yes, I remembered. Best all, friend Ben. Yeah, listen, I remember all the stories of you at the airport. He's there too. Week. Too well. It's amazing. We reconnected for a half hour. It's fun. He said goodbye. You're telling me this again. Well, I'm recapping in case people didn't hear it the first time. Marcus was at the airport. That's then the recap. The nec- so the next day I go to, I fly to Tampa. Mm-hmm. I'm going, I'm doing a show, but my parents... They they stay in Florida for like a month because they hate the cold. Okay. So I'm like, I'm going to come see you guys for three nights. I booked a flight to see them. I go to Tampa. We get to the beach. So they, they then we go to, they go to St. Um, oh, what's it called? Uh, Peter. No, uh, that was Thomas. Uh, um, Anna Maria Island. Okay. They're at the, so we, we go to Tampa. Then we drive to, it's like an hour away from Tampa. Anna Maria Island, beautiful, small little island, right? I'm on the beach, and uh, we're just, like, walking around. There was, like, a boat that washed ashore that, like, people were, like, stealing stuff out of that, like, the Coast Guard had to rescue. I'm on the beach with my parents, and all of a sudden, I see this guy. I'm like, that looks like Eli. Eli's this guy I went to high school with. Was he stealing things out of a boat? No, he was just there with his daughter. That's just an aside that people are stealing things yeah, out of yeah. a boat. Yeah, yeah. People were like, there was like a boat that washed ashore. People were stealing stuff from. An old boat? No, it was a new boat that the wind was so bad. It what was happened to the person on the boat? They had to get rescued by the Coast Guard. And people then looted their boat. They looted it. 
That's crazy. Their engine, their surfboards, all this stuff. Florida is wild. Florida is wild. See this guy, and we're, we like stop and we look at each other. You imagine a car on the side of the highway, and you just start looting it. I think people do that, right? I don't know. I'm not out there on the highway robbing cars. I don't think I've ever looted anything. But I, I, I don't know. I don't even know that I've had the opportunity to loot anything. I've loitered, but I've never looted. Sure. As far as L word crimes go. Right. Yeah. Loitered's probably the, the less offensive. I'm loitering anywhere. Yeah. I'm loitering right now. Well, you're welcome, though. So tell me what. You saw your friend. You saw oh. you ran into another person. Another guy. Is this from my high school uh, the next day? But it gets even crazier because this guy. We went to the airport. Is cousins with Ben. Yeah, there it is. I see Ben one day, his cousin the next day. So yeah. I FaceTime Ben and I'm like, hey, Ben, what's up, man? It was great seeing you yesterday. He's like, I'm in Florida now. Guess who I ran into? And I pan over and he sees his cousin. He's like, what is going on? We were losing our minds. You're the man. You know everybody. Well, I was. I don't. So that's you the know thing. A lot of people, if dude. I knew a lot of people, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I didn't know he was gonna. Like, I don't even talk to you. You do guy. know a lot of people. Well, I I know a lot, of, but it's I mean, weird. This is, yeah, these are people from your high school. I guess. Yeah, it's high yeah. school people, and they're related. The two of them are related, which is crazy. Is that true of everyone in Wisconsin? Most of us are related. Okay. I went to Tampa to do to go to Anna Maria Island because I was doing a show in St. Petersburg. Now I've never mm-hmm. been to St. Petersburg, and mm-hmm. kind of the reason why I set up the show is so I could like write everything off. Sure. You know, hey, I'm going to Tampa, see my parents. I'm going to write the trip off. Um, I had so I, this uh, this uh, event space. They're called Coastal Creative. Reach out to me. They're like, hey, if you're ever in Florida, let us know. We could do a show together. Well, I see they're only like an hour away from where my parents are going to be. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to be there during Valentine's Day. Do you want to set up a show? Great. He's, they're like, yeah, let's do it. So now look, I don't know if I can draw in St. Saint, in Saint Petersburg, Florida. You know? Mm-hmm. Do people there know who I am? Mm-hmm. Probably not. I used to do a lot of cruises, though. Sure. There are a lot of those out of Florida. So maybe there's some local people. So I post about it. I buy a Facebook ad. I'm doing the stuff to promote it. Turned out I got like 150 people at this show. It's beautiful. It was awesome. You make some money? I made some money, but it was just good to do a, sh- do a show. You know, hey, I'm going to be in this town. Let's set up a show. Oh, people came. That's like a great feeling. Totally. It is weird, though. My parents came to the show. And Fine. it's weird when it, my parents are there. Mm, my parents come a lot when I go to St. Louis. No, I love my parents. We, we're close. We get along great. But it's just, it's weird. Do you dump on your parents? Not really. I mean, I, I got tons of jokes about them. They love it. I have jokes about my dad. Yeah. And my, I have jokes about both of them. I famously have jokes about my dad. I, I can't wait to hear it. Well, it's all throughout my special, which you haven't watched. I oh, guess. I've watched your special. There you go. It is good. <laughs> I don't remember off the top of my head the jokes, but doesn't I doesn't matter. I have seen your special. Doesn't matter. But it's just like I love that they're there and they they love being there. They're laughing, they're hooting, they're hollering. Streaming it's on a, YouTube right now, by the way. It's a great. It is a great special. Thank Make you. Make sure to check it out. But it's just it just feels weird because like you know like you're you know you're you don't want them to think that you're a weirdo. Your parents. What? I mean, they they love you unconditionally. What's the? Are you really concerned about it? No, 
know. I'm not, you, or do you feel I'm that not, you should be? I'm not concerned about it. I just like maybe I filter myself a little bit more. But then I also think maybe I try harder mm. when they're at the show because I want them to be like, oh, no, he's doing good. He's doing okay. Mm-hmm. It's, there's a lot of that. And there's also like I get nervous because if I have a bad show, we got an hour drive home. It'll be quiet. Right. But thankfully, the show went great. Great. A lot of people came. Now, there was a family there who saw me on a ship, and they saw me a couple of years ago back when I was juggling. So they probably thought, what? What the hell is going on? What's going on? What, where's his juggling stuff? But it was a good time. Thank you. I really think that you should juggle just right at the end. Okay. Why not? Yeah. Because so then you're gonna get all. You're gonna get both of your worlds. That's true. Everyone's happy. Yeah. You also have this incredible thing that you can do that nobody else can do. Well, it's a good. It is a good party trick. Yeah. I don't know if I could do anything that other people couldn't do. I think I would do it. Yeah, but a lot of it. Is I just talk. Yeah, no talking, but you're good at that. Thank you so much. You're so good at talking. But other people, even in this podcast, are talking right now. Yeah, that's true. So, you know. Yeah. Well, I just li- it's fun to know that I can go to Florida and do a show like that. Would, to me, growing up and like wanting to perform full time. To me, that was like my goal was always I just want to go to any major city and play a nice theater. That was like the goal. And that's like almost almost happening. Like I'm not playing as a stand up comedian, though, because you've done these things as a juggler. Sure. Yeah. As a stand up, like it would be fun to just go anywhere and just attract a crowd. Like people want no matter what I'm doing, juggling, singing, dancing. Well, no one would come see you sing. I could do a little tap dance. Maybe that move right there. That's pretty good. But it's, it's fun. It's fun. I think that's the dream, my friend. For, I think for so. some people, you know. My dream so. right now is to get a big sandwich. Are you hungry? For sure. Yeah. I love eating. I do too. I was thinking we could like order food during the next podcast. Nobody wants to he- you can't be eating while you do a podcast. That is true. You can't do that. That's too bad. Well, I mean it's a it's a audio visual medium. Nobody wants to sit and watch somebody else eat, which is not actually true because there's that thing on YouTube that's called a mukbang. Oh, no, know this. You know what that is? It's like videos where you like really close up watch a lady eat crab legs or whatever. What? Or like it's big time in uh, um I think like Japan or something. Wait, what is it called? Mukbang. M U K B A N G. It's it's a internet uh media i don't know it's like it's um it's youtube thing where people just eat really gross like they eat kind of it's kind of gross i think it's gross i don't ever watch one i just know what it is because it's just it's out there on the internet and people just eat like really close to the camera and stuff like like tons of stuff it's usually like a and you can hear the crunch and all that all that it's not for me i want to do this no it's not for me look it's like it's like uh usually it's like a small woman eating a ton of oh, food or I something love like it. that, right? It's all this like, it's all this like. There's such a thing about the internet where hey, like do you everything start? seems pornographic to me. Yeah, and this feels like ASMR the same way. Where I'm like, that's pornography, but it, it's just because it's like doing. I don't know. It seems pornographic, but this is like the same kind of thing where let's it's like not technically pornography. Yeah, but let's but do it's let's like, do a mukbang no, video. No, come on, not, no. Two two guys? Absolutely not. Look at a girl. In the I don't middle. even want to have a regular meal with you, let alone eat in front of a camera with but you. But think about because like you could hear. We could put a mic. We could put these mics no. up to our food. I can't think of anything I want to do less than eat on in front of a camera, as like a look at me. But like 
how zoomed in are we talking? Like, is it just the mouth? You're going to have to see. It's not just the mouth. No, it's just like a, it's a, it's a weird phenomenon of our, of our broken culture. Okay. You almost want something hard that's going to have a soft filling. So when you bite in, there could be like juices that like fly out. And then I could even see it working well in slow motion, to be honest with you. I don't want to see any of this. I'm, I'm upset that I mentioned this to you. Mukbang? Yeah. I think and I'm gonna, you that, immediately wrote it down. I've oh, said a lot of interesting in. things on this podcast, and that was the one thing that you wrote down. Mukbang. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to Google it when you leave. Well, you're going to get your chance because we have to wrap up this podcast pretty soon. Well, yeah. So, listen, um, my week was great. I had a good week. It sounded like you had a, a better week than the I hate hearing that, like, you get dis- like. That that like you got like a, a string of bad news during your honeymoon the I mean, other week. I need week. some more work. That's what it comes uh, dude, down to. I need some more work, and I was trying to get that. I just offered didn't... you a mukbang partnership, yeah, and you turned it down immediately. So you can't be that desperate for more work. It's not that I'm not desperate. It's that I'm not that desperate. Oh, okay. There's a lot that I will do, and a lot that I have done. Okay, on camera. I, I, on camera, off camera, who nice. knows, okay? Couch just like this. There's a lot of things, okay? But I'm not going to do a mukbang video. I have a line. All right, well, I'm going to do one as soon as you leave. I, oh, first, I'm going to Google it. Then I'm going to try to get the right foods. Then I'm... Well, you do your vegan, vegetarian uh, gorge fest. Listen, for a mukbang, I'd eat meat. If it really, if I really wanted to take, you don't it even serious. know what it is, and you're you're saying these things. Yeah, but I know I I know what it is. It's eating slowly into a camera, all different types of foods, and you're a little. I'm a little lady. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be a little lady eating these little foods. Once you get your Donald Trump Jr. haircut, I think that's the time to start this thing. The thing is, is that he's a nice hairdresser, but he's from Australia, so he doesn't understand like U.S. politics. That's not even true. He's a sm- I'm sure that he could figure it out. He probably could, but he just doesn't care. He doesn't focus. Someone so from Australia has the capacity to, to feel whether <laughs> calling Mexicans <laughs> rapists and murderers is, is nice or not. No, I don't. The yeah. accent doesn't keep him from knowing that. No, that's true. That is true. <laughs> I'm not saying he doesn't know what's up. I'm sure. just saying he's like he doesn't he doesn't care. He's not as passionate as we could be. Sure. You know, he's like, oh, whatever. I'm just here to make some money and then get out. Mm-hmm. But. U.S. dollars. Yeah, it's good. It's a good currency system. Never got into crypto, Ryan Beck. Never really did it. I, I, tr- I got a couple of hundred dollars, and now uh, it's gone. <laughs> I had my cousin. He reached out to me. He's like, you know what's really good is loop ring. Get loop ring now. And I was like, oh, my God, really? He's did like, it work? He, I thought his phone got hacked. He said, started texting me all these things. I spent $500 of loop ring, and I lost all of it. Bummer, man. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, it's what I get for listening to my cousin. That's true. That's like three and a half haircuts for you. Oh, it's no good. Oof. All right, dude. Um, that's uh, I think this is a solid pod. Yeah, we had a good. I had a good week. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that went on. I, uh, muck bang. That is the first mm. note I see. Um, oh, can I, I got one more. Tell me this real is, quick. All right, this is this is a quick one. I got to pee like you in the middle of the night. All right. Oh, God. Okay, I'll, I'll keep this quick. So we were in, my parents and I, walking on Anna Maria Island. We see a turtle shell. Okay? Yeah. My dad picks it up, turns it over, and there's just like, there's no head or feet, but there's just like the body of a turtle. It's like, but there's no like tail or no feet. 
So it just looks like it's closed for the day. The turtle. Does that make sense? Uh huh. So my dad's like, oh, this is cool. I wonder what this is. I'm like, well, I think it's a turtle shell. And there's something in, is inside. And he's like, no, I think it's like an art project. I'm like, oh, it could be. Like, you know, this kind of like looks like a turtle. It could be a turtle. So he's carrying this around with him because we're like going to take it home or something. And we sit down on the beach. And I'm like, dad, let me see that turtle thing again. And he gives it to me. And I like poke at the opposite, the inside part, oh, not the no. shell part. And it moves. And my mom sees it move. And she's like, oh, my God. And then I'm like, Dad, I think this isn't a lie. I think this is a live turtle. Like, they they, just hi- they hide in their shells. I think I remembered from school. Like, turtles hide in their shell. Yeah. And my dad's they like. They are their shell. They Yeah, that's true. It's not that they're inside of something. They yeah. are that. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. scrunch their things inside. So my dad puts it down, like, a 10 feet away from where we were. And then, like, I go check it after a couple minutes. And it's just a nor- it's just like walking around. It's just a normal turtle. Terrified my that your dad father thought it was an art project. I don't <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that, uh, I don't know, he didn't throw it or something. No, we didn't throw it. Where we were, He was also carrying it very respectfully. He wasn't, like, tossing it like a football. He was just holding it like this. But it, we did take it off a path to, like, the beach. So I hope it wanted to go to the beach. It probably spent all day trying to get to that path, and you just brought him right back. The path was full of bikers. It was dangerous, Mm -hmm. I was trying to say. Anyway. I've moved many a turtle off a road. Oh, that's good. Several times. That's really nice to do. I also, one time I hit a raccoon with my car, and I was worried. (laughs) I was like, did I, is that the last one? Like, did I just. Did you kill it? Oh, I fucking nailed this thing. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I'm not a psycho that's going out of his way. Oh but no! But you ever hit you ever hit like ro- like something on the road and you're like, is that the, is that it? Did oh I yeah. Just, did I delete raccoons? I went over a raccoon once and then it was still alive. It like hobbled away, but I went. Oh god! Yeah, crazy. Those things are relentless. Raccoons. Oh my god! Good for them. All right. Well, we're having got, a where are you going to be, man? You got any dates you want to plug? Anything? I don't even know when this is coming out. So it's coming out this week. Oh, okay. Well, uh, you know, I don't have a. Uh, no, I'm just doing the movie thing. My my, my Omaha, Nebraska, March um, March 10th. 10th. Uh, my movie's premiering. If you're in Nebraska, definitely go see this movie. You have to send it to me. Yeah, I will. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just traveling around with the movie right now and trying I love to set up it. shows uh, in subsequence. I love that. Uh, March 9th, the day before mm. your movie premiere, I'm headlining Funny Bone Albany. Come out. This is my first time headlining a major club like this. The Funny Bone's a huge club. It's great. I got to show them that I can bring the goods. The show's really good. The hour's tight. It's fun. There's some storytelling, some jokes there's some jokes there's they a lot there look if they're at this point in the podcast you don't need to convince them anymore they yeah. just need to be in albany yeah be in albany uh com. all my other dates boom all right man um savers the savers thanks saver squad we will talk saver to squad later. oh that's good yeah i'm pretty good that is so good <laughs> love it all right See ya. bye